Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we're still looking at 2022, our final two episodes of the 2021 season here. We're doing sleepers today, and then we're going to end it on our next show with the fantasy football awards from this past season. But today we're talking sleepers. We're looking at each position, trying to pick a sleeper, maybe somebody a little more under the radar than we did on breakouts last week, and trying to figure out what we think. Who's going to be? Who's a guy that could make a make a jump that people maybe aren't talking about as much? So let's jump into this thing, Jeff. Quarterback. I feel like this is actually the toughest. So let's get it out of the way. For me, it was at least the toughest to find a good a good player that I felt strongly about. But who who are you looking at here, quarterback? Uh, as far as the sleeper goes, I'm actually going to go with Mac Jones. Um, I, I don't expect him to kind of be the the breakout player or anything like that, but I do think that he showed enough. Um, and in that scheme and that offense, I do think that he can start putting up numbers. Um, I don't feel like they ever go fully run heavy. Obviously, they they can. They have the ability. But they definitely try to keep him involved. And as a rookie, he probably did the best. Uh, that's not saying a ton. But at the same time, I do feel like he showed enough where I'm like, oh, I think he can make a, a big jump his sophomore year in the NFL. So if, if I was looking for the best bet as far as just rookies this year, or young guys that didn't play all that well, but um, have an opportunity to be relevant next year. I would put my money on Mac Jones at the moment. I'm good with that one. He he didn't, you know, it's one of those things where they didn't let him, you know, completely do everything this year, right? And they, Tom Brady had a similar thing he, his first year. He didn't do a, necessarily a lot, his first year starting. So Mac Jones could be a good one. I also just, I went rookie. Um, it doesn't maybe feel that like a great pick. I don't know. I'm going Trevor Lawrence because I feel like the the shine is off him completely where the breakout candidates, like we even talked about Justin Fields, um, it's going to be Justin Fields, it's going to be Trey Lance. That's what people are going to be talking about, right? Those are the guys. Trevor Lawrence is just, you know, forgotten because of what happened this year. It was a bad year. Trevor Lawrence didn't look great. He looked better in this past past weekend against the Colts. I mean, it wasn't like a special game necessarily, but it was definitely better, and you definitely saw some signs. So – We'll see, you know, what, who their new coach is, what happens there. But I'm going to kind of, I think I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that this guy is going to be ranked 20th if, at best. And maybe he's going to be better than these people just wrote him off way too quick, way too quick. It was a, just an absolute mess there in Jacksonville this year. Let's let him get a real shot and see what he has. Cause this guy was special in college. He was beating Alabama as a freshman. So, I, there's more there. I, I just don't want to be done with Trevor Lawrence. I think he's just actually flying under the radar, which is crazy. Happened yeah, I mean, really, I don't really mind anyone uh, backing any of the rookies at the moment. We we got way too high on them, and then yep. they acted like rookies. They played like rookies, and then everyone completely left them. Right? Yep. I'm, I'm not done with any of them. I, I I right now I the way it looked to me and why I picked like Mac Jones over Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't think any of these guys don't have the ability to be an NFL quarterback quite yet. Um, I, I'm just going with the best situation because it's very difficult to succeed when they're not. And right now Jags 
have a lot of legwork to do, but absolutely. I mean, there is a reason why he was number one overall. Like, yeah, you do miss on that pick every once in a while, but Lawrence was not that guy where he got hyped up right at the end. You know, he, he has a lot of ability. So I, I don't mind that pick at all. All right, running back, running back sleepers. Actually, uh, before we, uh, I want to, I want to throw in. I, I have yeah. my sleeper list is a little strange. I get it, but um, I do want to throw in one more name that is insanely well known. But I want to throw it in as a sleeper because it feels like he gets yeah. discounted every year, and even more so this year. I, I have a feeling that you're going to be able to get him at a discount again. Sleeper, maybe not the right word, but I did like. There was a moment where I was like, "Is Russell Wilson the sleeper?" I mean, Under, undervalued for sure. I think it'll undervalued be undervalued for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Funny thing is, I actually put him, um, I posted on Instagram today, I did a, a bust post of like who we, who are the bust of the year, which we'll get into our bust. I don't know on the, on the award show, but Russell Wilson did make my list. He's not going to be my bust of the year, mm-hmm. but he was one of my 10. I would say that. Some people actually disagreed with me, but I'm like, I mean, I think he was after he came back from that injury. He just wasn't good. But I think yeah, it was the was. injury. It was the injury. But yeah, he's not yeah, my yeah. bust I mean, of the year, obviously. But he's right, just right. one of those guys. People didn't agree necessarily, but he's going to. I mean, he didn't perform. I mean, for whatever reason. What, right. But I'm not like he did start playing better at the end of the year. So the yeah. numbers were better. And I think that we'll see some stuff. I mean, even, even DK Metcalf played better than with that. So you can see the difference. We'll see what happened. And they had a running game all of a sudden, right? With Rashad Penny. Oh, so. yeah. Running game plus the finger was was yep. slowly getting better that you could yep. tell right after he came back from the, that injury, he was not the yep. same for three games at least. Yep. All right. Running back sleepers. Who are you looking at? Running back. Okay. Um, this one was funny because I made this list uh, before it was all said and done. And the guy, and I have a new one. I have a different guy that is much more of a sleeper, but I laughed because I really thought that Javante Williams was going to be like still a sleeper because Gordon would still be there. And I think, I, I don't think he's going to be gone. Um, and I thought people would sleep on him, but right now I'm is very apparent as much as we love him. Um, you know, you're starting to hear the other things and he kind of showed out the last couple of weeks. So I don't think he's going to be a sleeper oh, anymore. Throw, yeah. But, he's um actually, I, this is an early, early ranking. There's not a lot yeah. of people out there. He's 10th on fantasy pros. Yeah. Okay. First of all, <laughs> that's way too high. Like, <laughs> and I only say that because you don't even know if Gordon's going to be there yet. It's real early, real early, yeah. but he's 10th. But, um, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, he's not a sleeper. And I, I made this a couple of weeks ago when I was like, yeah. you know, your Gordon was still doing very, very well. And Javante, even though he was good, you're like, oh, he's going to be RB number two. And I was like, yep. I'll draft him as an RB number one, even at that position. So, okay. But I... Instead of that, I'm actually going to go a much more pie in the sky. Like if the stars align, this is a sleeper that I can mm-hmm. throw at the end of my bench and we'll see what happens. Really offseason is going to tell a lot more. I'm actually going to say Dearness Johnson. So yeah. I know, right? So right now you can make a lot of <laughs> reasons why he is not going to uh, be worthwhile. Um, first of all, you have two guys that are probably top 20 running backs ahead of him on the same team, right? You have Chubb, you have Hunt, but, and you have a Cleveland team that is, I mean, they're even, you know, there was like whispers that maybe they'll like get rid of Baker. Like they're trying to find a new identity. So there's a lot going against him, but at the same time, he played wonderful when he got the, uh, uh, time to play this year. He played very, very well. Um, week seven against Denver, 22 carries for 146 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, uh, week 10, when he got 19 carries, he ran for 99 yards. He was he was very, very good. And even more so, 
if it works out in his direction, because I think he might have done what was needed for another team to take a shot at him because he will be a restricted free agent. And how much money can you throw at the running back position unless you're going to deal someone, right? So I feel like if I'm Cleveland, either, you know, if there's any other team that's willing to spend some money on him, you're going to be like, we got to let him go. Or you say, you know what, maybe we deal one of our other big names for something a lot more and we keep him as the number two. Like maybe you deal Kareem Hunt right now. It would be a good time to do it. So yeah, there's a lot stacked up against him at the moment, but I do see a way out where Dearness Johnson turns into a very good running back in the NFL and you'll get him for nothing. So he's going to be my sleeper. No, I, he played great when he got an opportunity. It's good. Yeah. This is early. We'll see what, how it plays out in Cleveland, but if he got a shot, he's going to be good. That's for sure. All right. My pick, man, I went back and forth. I don't know. This is a hard one for me. This right now, there's a lot of guys I kind of like that. I'm just not sure if they, how they qualify yet. Um, so I'm actually still, as I'm saying this, I'm filibustering because I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to say. Uh, I, can I guess? Sure. Let's Miles see. Let's Gaskin. See. Yeah. That's, that's the one. <laughs> that's the he's one. Finally, he's finally going to come into his so, own. I had a couple different, like one of the first that came to my mind, because I, but I just don't know how people are going to feel about him and where he's going to go was Michael Carter. I like Michael Carter in the injury at the end where it kind of slowed him down and it kind of stopped his momentum in people's eyes. That could be where the, where he still becomes that sleeper candidate in the very early ranks. He's at 31. So I feel like that's a great position to get like an under the radar guy. And I liked what I was seeing from him. Um, when he finally started to get opportunity. So Michael Carter is kind of my sleeper pick. I just don't know if it's going to actually play out that way where I might, we might look back at right. me saying this in he's you know, get four too months. Much yeah. It's gonna be like, hi, oh, he's too yeah. high. I mean, as Javante today, Williams yeah. for me, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But as of today at ranked like 30 or 31st, I think Michael Carter is my sleeper pick. The jets need to get better, obviously, but maybe Zach Wilson improves. We don't know. We, we just don't know yet, but no, even, even you saying that though, I mean, <laughs> I don't, they do have to get better, but how much better? Because I, we saw the talent, right? And even though I think uh, DeAndre Swift is a more talented running back, he did, he was on a terrible Lions team and yeah. he was still very relevant in fantasy. And, and we both loved him. So, I, you know, I mean, like it's not, it's the usual that a running back has to be on a good team in order to be successful throughout the year, but it's not the, you know, it's not the rule you like. Absolutely. So I, I think Michael Carter is talented enough. I, I do like that pick. Did you have an, another one? Well, I have a couple like pocket? deeper, I have a couple deeper guys. Um, One of them would actually, this is like, this would be another like type where it's like other things have to happen. Yeah. Khalil Herbert from Chicago. I kind of, I liked what I saw with Herbert in the, in when Montgomery was out, then Montgomery came back and you never saw Herbert again. I'm not, I'm not sold on Montgomery. Still not. I'm just not there. I don't know what'll happen. Cleo Herbert, I think, would be interesting if he got an opportunity. There's some uh, um, Ramondre Stevenson. Again, I don't know how to classify him. He's actually I in think, the in the early ranks. He's like 53rd. I think Ramondre Stevenson would be my second pick. Actually, yeah, behind. I didn't say. I think he's he's a yeah. legit one. So he's really it's it's Stevenson for me, or it's Carter for me, and then Stevenson a little further down. Those are like really my plays that I really like a sleeper. And actually, I'll go I'll go deep, like a deep deep like mm-hmm. on like an actual deep sleeper, way under the radar, just to not draft obviously, but. This depends on how Seattle plays out. It's not Rashad Penny. It's not Chris Carter. DJ Dallas. Just, we don't know. We don't know at all how that's going to shake out. So Rashad Penny played amazing at the end of this year. Like he was 
I mean, that guy was good, but he's a free agent. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he played for that contract immediately. He was really, really good. We don't know where that's going to land him. But if if he's not there, DJ Dallas, interesting name to pay attention to. So, all right, wide receiver. What do we got? All right. Um, once again, I made <laughs> when I made this list. Um, I was not expecting him to continue his tear, right? And it was a, a name that I brought up in the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah. And I want to say I'm yeah. under St. Brown um, from, for, from Detroit. He was on a bad team. Game. I didn't think that he was going to continue, but he really did. Even saying all of that, he played wonderful at the end of the year. I, I don't actually – I would. I got to pull up his numbers really quick because if you are living under rock or if you just – didn't if you weren't anywhere near the playoffs, you probably had no idea that he was doing this well. But from week 13 on in standard scoring, I'm just going to read off the numbers, it's quicker than doing the whole stat thing. But he had uh, about 15, then 7, 15, 17, 27, 18, and he caught five touchdowns in the last six games when he didn't catch anything the first 12 weeks. Um, so he was really starting to come into his own, they they kind of figured out how to use him in multiple ways. I, you can see Detroit getting better, not that they're going to be a playoff team or anything next year, but they should be able to score a little bit more than they did this year. And they have a lot more holes to fill. So even if they added one more wide receiver, I don't think it's going to affect how they can use this guy. In fact, it might actually help them. You can get a true number one. I think he's more of a slot. And then you have Hawkinson at tight end. You have DeAndre Swift and you know whoever else they're going to have in the backfield. And, and golf at, you know, and then put everything else on D. So um, I, I like, I don't think he can get pushed to the side. I, I think that the production was real to a point. Um, he could fall off a cliff. He could just be an average wide receiver. I, I you know, I mean, I don't see that huge potential. Like you don't look at him and see a Chase Claypool, like just some, you know, freak athlete, but he's very solid. He's very yeah. good. He's a good wide receiver. Um, but with that, I do wonder if it's going to skyrocket. Because he did end up finishing in the top 30, he finished 29th after that huge, you know, finish. But at the same time, he's going to be on the Lions. He's not a huge guy. And as soon as they draft one more wide receiver, which or get one more wide receiver, everyone will downplay him. So I still think that he can be my sleeper pick, even though he finished wonderful. And I was really happy to see it. But, you know, it takes the uh, some of the I, you know, air out of the sleeper title. I can't see him ended up at, like being ranked higher than like 25 to 30 on the, on the, the highest of people's. I just can't I, see it. I can't I, see him being in the top 30 personally. I, he, he currently, and let's see. Hard to call that a sleeper still. Yeah. But. I just can't see it happening. If, but if, if he's outside of the top 30, I really feel like it is a sleeper. I do. Yeah, I think I, it I still do. can get there. Especially if it, we'll see, we'll see where I, he's a, he's such an, it's such a, I, I don't know what to think. I don't know. We, you know, it actually played out better than we expected, but it played out because we thought, okay, it's a, he's a good prospect with nobody to throw the ball to, right? It was perfect. Right. The scenario is perfect. It played out even better than we anticipated. Not right away, but it did. So, yeah, he's going to be interesting. He's such an interesting candidate. Of I was hearing, so I was, I don't remember, maybe I was on Twitter or something. There's some, just some talk about him. And people were talking, maybe we'll get him in the fourth or fifth round. I'm like, ooh. That's a little like if that happens, then okay, the hype's under out of control. Oh, so oh. that's like early. That's like the early right people talking today. Like look how good he. Okay. That'll that'll and, die down. We'll, and I do we'll, have. I was gonna up. say I do have other players I can talk about because I when I was rereading this list, I was like, wow, unbelievable! Like what two weeks can do to you? 
Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, um, but anyway, well, let's hear yours first before we do some honorable mentions. So I went with um, another rookie that, you know, from this year who showed signs early in the year and then didn't do anything after that. Rondell Moore. I love the talent. Mm-hmm. I love the talent before um, the draft. I talked about him before the NFL draft. I loved the, the the talent he had. I didn't know how it would be utilized. The first couple games, four, he would four for 68 in game one. And then game two, he had seven catches for 114 yards of touch. I'm like, wow, this guy's going to be great right away. Then just nothing really happened after that, to be honest. He had 11 catches in a game against Seattle. That 11 catches turned into 51 yards. They were trying to get him to the ball near the line of scrimmage, but AJ Green, I don't know if AJ Green will be there or not, right? We don't know how it's going to be in Arizona. I think there's going to be an expanded role for Rondell Moore. And if there is, I think he can get, you know, more production. DeAndre Hopkins, I don't think, is going to get better. He didn't play with her a lot. So I just feel like there's going to be more opportunity for Rondell Moore. So I really, really like him. Um, and I think he's going to not be at all over, you know, overdrafted because he, you know, just was a forgotten player after he, you know, started the year started the year well and then just it really went downhill so Rondell Moore is still going to be on my radar I love the talent there yeah yeah I, I, I like the talent too if they can figure out the correct way to use him yeah um, that's the I, I would be key. I would be all in yeah that he because he's a he's a great athlete but I don't think you know he doesn't really he's not a pure wide receiver he's not the pure running back but we've seen those guys be notable and and that offense is a place where he could definitely stand out if they yep. give him the opportunity so I was going to say, before we move on, there's a couple other guys like that I would have been picking from. Um, one is not going to like uh, people aren't going to be that shocked by it. I, I do wonder how um, how late Rashad Bateman is going to be chosen. Yep, I like I like that one. I, I don't know if he's actually going to be a sleeper as well. Um, but if if you know, his notoriety doesn't go up because he really didn't do as much as we had hoped, but he had obviously was injured. He was a rookie. Um, there's a lot going on there. So I do think that he could fly under the radar and be a very nice sleeper. Um, and the other one that is a little bit further down, depending on, once again, a bad team getting better, um, uh, another player that I was watching was Nico Collins of, of Houston. And he looks the part. He was on a terrible team. But it does feel like they, whether it be Davis Mills or, or Watson or whoever next year, I, I do think that this is one of those young guys that uh, you should definitely look out for. And he was really undervalued. Um, but at the end of the year, he had a couple of catches that were pretty nice. Um, but yeah, I, I like Nico Collins as well. I think he's a true sleeper, even though I talked about two other guys. But they do have name recognition that I mentioned. I'm going to throw one more name out that's further down that I really liked watching the last few weeks. And I feel like there's just no talk about him is Braxton Berrios. I, I, <laughs> I loved what I was seeing from him. He's a free agent. So we don't know how, what's going to happen, but you can see, could you see Berrios actually being signed by somebody else as like, they're going to sign this guy and we're going to put him in the slot. We're going to use him for in some way. Like I, I can mean, see I was- it. I kept uh, at the very end of the year, I, I kept hearing about the jets really wanting him back. I, I would be, well, I even wouldn't be they, surprised they, yeah. if, if they decided to throw a little bit of cash at him well, and, and use him because when they did, it was good. And they heaven knows they need as much as they can get because yeah. it hasn't really come together for Zach Wilson quite yet. But you do have a lot of pieces coming together. So if you have a good slot guy, I do agree with you. He ended the year with that that final game was a nice two touchdown game. One was a rushing touchdown, eight catches, 65 yards. So these last few, like he didn't do a like early in the year, he did 
five for 51, seven for 73 to start the year. And then it kind of just disappeared for a long time. And then in the last four weeks, he started doing a little bit more six catches for 52 yards off 10 targets. He only had one catch for 26 yards against Miami, but he also ran the ball twice and got a touchdown on a run. Then he had five for 37, not huge, but five for 37. They gave him a carry again in that one. Then he ends with eight for 65, a touchdown, ran two times, ran a touchdown in as well. So just like the usage, he's, he's a lot further down the, down the list. He's more of a deep sleeper, but just a name I like to throw out there for sure. But all right, tight end, Jeff. This is an interesting one always. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I did have one. Um, and tight end is a, a weird one. It's not a very long list, but as a sleeper for me, someone that you're probably not gonna you're not gonna draft as a starter. Um, he ended up number 22 this year, and that is Cole Komet. Um, he was a young guy, he's you know, kind of on his way up. The offense on Chicago should be a little bit better, and they did use him. Um, obviously less in the beginning and more and more, nothing out of this world. I think he probably topped out at six, you know, uh, uh um, targets, you know, in a game, but I, I liked what I saw and I'm always a big proponent of this. And I know Craig is too, is, you know, it takes a while for a tight end to come around and really get the feel. Usually you're looking at like year three, if you're just a, you know, yeah. a normal good tight end. Um, unless you're Gronk or Pitts or something like that, where you're a, pretty much a wide receiver in a tight end body. But it doesn't happen all that often at all. So what I saw from Cole Komet was a guy that was establishing himself. He can be a really nice piece to Chicago's passing game. Um, and he's already, you know, he's already catching stuff. So I think with uh, another year under Fields' belt and and them figuring out what they're going to do with all of the other wide receiver pieces, I think he could be a really solid uh tight end and if if he takes another step and if they target him a lot more in the red zone which they did not do at all this year he didn't catch one touchdown he could really be uh, a tight end that could perform and be fantasy relevant out of kind of nowhere yep he's definitely one that would be on my radar for sure he's probably yeah he's he'd be one of my picks i would say for sure but i so last week actually in a breakout show i talked about (laughs) josiah deguara who he probably is really more of a sleeper, deep sleeper, but he actually (laughs) had a nice, I don't know if you saw that nice 62 yard touchdown catch the other day. So that was nice. Right after I said that 62 yard touchdown for DeGuar, I'm not going to put him on this, but I'm actually going to go, you know, a couple names, but I'm going to, I like to go tight. I'm just going to go off the board. I don't care again. I'm going to go off the board with tight end. I'm going to go Brevin Jordan from the Houston Texans, a rookie. He'll be in his second year. Let me see if I can. I had some numbers earlier, but he didn't even play until partially partially through the season. And it's not like he put up this massive numbers, but he was a good good prospect coming out of high school. Went to um, went to Miami, drafted in the fifth round. He he a good he was a good prospect. He didn't like let's see at the end of the year four for fifty six, four for twenty six, seven targets. He, he was just getting some work. And I, I kind of like what I seen. He had three touchdowns in that short time he played. He didn't. He only started in week eight. He ended up three touchdowns in that time. So Brevin, he's way down the list. This is again not guys you're going to draft, but Brevin Jordan, I kind of like him. Deguara, I like him. Those are the two guys I like. But I'm going to go a little, might be a little higher that people are going to forget about. I'm just going to throw it out there. We've said it before. Irv Smith coming back from injury. I love the talent. I always have. In you know, we saw Tyler Conklin getting used. Um, Oh, there'll be a new coach now, new staff. We'll see what they do with hopefully a healthy Irv Smith. That guy is talented as can be. It'd be awesome if he's healthy and gets that shot. 
and he really could be under the radar and be a great pickup in fantasy for you next year. So Herb Smith is really the my my real pick, my deeper picks, Deguara and Brevin Jordan. So. Yeah, I, I I love Irv. So yeah, I'm 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 rooting for him. I really hope so. I was I was hoping that he was going to make a big step this year, and obviously injury kind of derailed that. But yep. all right, there we go. There's some sleepers for 2022. This this could change big time when we come back after after um draft and free agents because things could change around quite a bit. But we'll be back with one more episode for you guys of awards. End it with the award show. Talk to you guys next time.